Yes, hello. Uh, I'll leave a message for Zach Hirsch. This is Sheriff Mike Carpinelli in Lewis County. I got your message, and uh, this is Mike. I was trying to reach Mike Carpinelli last year. He's a sheriff from upstate New York. We were working on a story about him. We'd emailed, and Carpinelli called us back the same day. And uh, we'll talk, and then I'll decide uh, what we can do. Appreciate you reaching out to me. Thank you. Take care, Zach. Bye-bye. But that was the only time we'd ever hear from the sheriff. Carpinelli first grabbed our attention when he posted a photo of himself a year and a half ago. In that photo, he's holding up an award from the Oath Keepers, and he looks proud of it. The Oath Keepers are a far-right militia group. They played a key role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. By the time Carpinelli posted that photo, the founder of the Oath Keepers had been arrested and charged with seditious conspiracy. Didn't seem like a great time for anyone to point out their ties to the Oath Keepers, let alone a county sheriff elected to uphold the law. But that photo got hundreds of comments, more than a thousand likes. All this got us thinking, what kind of ties do law enforcement have to far-right groups like the Oath Keepers? And who are all these people who like that connection? I'm Emily Russell. And I'm Zach Hirsch. That one photo of the sheriff and his Oath Keepers Award kicked off a much broader investigation, one we've spent months working on. Far-right groups like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys have ties to rural areas around the country. We looked at one place, here in upstate New York, and we found that all kinds of extremist groups have tried to recruit people here, from the infamous KKK to lesser-known groups like Patriot Front. We also found that there's a real anti-government movement in upstate New York, a movement that's inspired people to join militias. Get involved with your militias. I assure you, they will be needed if this tyranny continues. We take the military guys and the former police officers, and we're not just some ragtag bunch of guys out there that don't know what we're doing. This is the kind of stuff that really worries experts and top security officials. There is not a county in the state that doesn't have a challenge with extremism. So this stuff is happening on a regular basis. You take somebody who might have a kind of suspicion of government. You say to them, like, hey, come join our group that has a solution for you, right? And some of those solutions are pretty violent. We wanted to know what's at stake when people join far-right groups or when they buy into conspiracy theories about the government or elections. Being in January 6th, there's a lot of people like me that we know the election was stolen. And what happens when people see themselves as the last line of defense against tyranny? The role of what I believe militia is today is to prepare for dark times. At some point, the system will fall. I believe in defending our country. If all else fails, if all else fails, then we know what we have to do. If All Else Fails, an investigative podcast from North Country Public Radio. You can listen to all the episodes starting on January 15th.